<laughs> Good morning and welcome to your favorite podcast to listen to on your hot girl walk to the coffee shop to get a coffee. That's what you just heard from me. Today I'm drinking a grande ice latte with blonde shots Ooh. and macadamia nut syrup. Have you tried the new macadamia nut? No, I have not. Is it good? Uh, yes. It tastes okay. like Lucky Charms. I like <gasps> recorded a little video for my like trying customer coffee order series mm-hmm. that I do on my Instagram and it tastes like the milk after you eat Lucky Charms. Uh, I'm convinced. I, that's such like a niche like <laughs> I'm going to Starbucks today. <laughs> I'm going. I have to. You have I to have do to it. now. The signature drink is it in a cold brew, but you don't have to get it in a cold brew. It's just a syrup, so you can get it whatever. I prefer it in the latte. You could try it in the cold brew, but I just do, yeah, grande ice latte with macadamia nut. Okay. Um, obviously, do whatever milk. Cohen loves the new syrup, too, but he gets it with oat milk. I just do 2% because I'm, I'm not lactose intolerant. Girl. I'm a non-fat milk girly. That's the grossest milk. <laughs> <laughs> I am slightly judging you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. It's got lots of protein. I'm on my muscle gain era, so I'm a non-fat girl. Uh, girly, just do a, a scoop of protein in your coffee. I feel like that'll taste better than the non-fat milk. Okay, fair. Honestly, probably. The people, and before I started working out and stuff, I would always just be so confused when people roll through and they get like three shots over iced in a venti cup and that's it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But people are making protein coffees. Oh, yeah. But you can't use, like, protein powder with it. You have to use, like, a protein shake. Well, they do, like, a shake. Yeah. yeah. But I just mean in general. Like, I had no idea. And I always was like, what are you doing? Like, I, mm-hmm. I just want to ask. <laughs> and, then, and then I figured it out. I'm also very disappointed that they call it a profi. Profi. I, love I don't it. know. I don't know. I have protein oatmeal every morning. And I call it my protmeal. Oh, my God. Probably not the best. It's like... You're going to judge me so hard, but Cohen had me watch Pitch Perfect for the first time. And it's like, that's giving me Pitch Perfect vibes. And it's like, Aka, excuse me. And you're like, I have my prot meal and my coffee and my like, (laughs) honestly, that's what it's doing. (laughs) But please, everybody run to Starbucks and go get the macadamia nut syrup. Also, if you're not getting blonde shots in your latte, what are you doing? I agree. I'm pro blonde shot. Pro blonde shot. Pro. (laughs) I was trying to be like, prawned. No. Like protein blonde? Prawn? No, don't no. take it there. Don't take it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really good. And that's what I'm drinking this morning because I'm dying. So, and we were out of milk. Otherwise, I would just make my own coffee. But Cohen was so nice and ran and got me co- uh, coffee this morning. Oh, my God. He bows down to Omar, me, step it up. <laughs> I will also say in last week's episode... There was like background noise. We were trying to figure out what it was on my mic and it (laughs) was someone mowing the lawn outside, like my apartment complex and everything. And I don't know if I've never noticed it or whatever, but then today at 11 a.m., which is when we record every Monday at 11 a.m., the lawnmower was going and I was like, these bitches chose our recording day to Mm -hmm. mow every week probably. Mm -hmm. So it's targeted, targeted at us. I have a bone to pick with them and I have now like... I have this giant, it's like my little oody snuggy thing, but I have like this blanket draped over my desk area to hopefully like uh, box in my noise and not yeah. hear the lawnmower this week. So I'm so sorry if you were like, what is going on with Marissa's mic? It's the lawn. So. Fresh grass. It's okay. Fresh grass, fresh coffee. Oh, And 
I can finally say it because by the time this episode goes up, the vlog will be up. But fresh hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. I <laughs> dyed my hair pink, y'all. It looks it so, so exciting. It looks so good. It was amazing. I tried to FaceTime Alexis before I did it. She didn't answer. <laughs> Rude. And then I FaceTimed you the next day to show you. And you were just like, holy fuck. I was in like actual shock. Because I was like kind of tired. And you answered the FaceTime call. And all I saw was like this giant, bright, hot pink head. And I was like, what is <laughs> happening right now? Like, am I like, like zoning out? Like, what is going on? But it does. It looks amazing. And Allison's reaction was also crazy. Everybody's reaction has been crazy. And you guys have already seen the vlog but right now the vlog goes up tomorrow so i'm just i'm just interested to see everybody else's reaction because i've gotten 100 dms of people just thinking that i dyed my hair blonde like i just bleached it because cohen also dyed his hair with me and he's posted pictures of his hair and it's blonde so they're like oh, you both just bleached your hair and i'm like ooh, y'all don't just even wait. know just so wait. i'm so excited i love it i absolutely love it i did wash it for the first time since dyeing it because I like only wash my hair once a week anyways. Yeah. So I like I washed it and it was just like pink coming out. And so and I even did it in like cold water. Like I'm trying mm. to make this not fade quickly, but I'm just hoping it fades really nicely. And then obviously I'm going to freshen it up before like specifically pride because we have like the pride parade at the end of June. Oh, yeah. And I want to like re-dye it to make it all nice and bright again. But we'll see how how much it fades. But for now, I like it. I love it. I think it's so cute. There's also like oranges and yellows. All the colors. Yeah. Sunset like vibes. Sunset on your head. Yeah. It looks really good. Someone told me they were like, you know, it's you just can't not smile when looking at you because your hair is just so happy. And I was like, oh, that is amazing. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's actually the kind I know. Thing ever. Literally, I teared up. I was like, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> oh I just went like happy and bright and whatever. So I'm so, so happy with it. And Alexis needs to do it next. I, yeah, honestly, I kind of want to put some color in my hair, but I don't know what and I don't know when, so we'll see. Also, to put it on y'all's radar, we are having a reunion because Alexis is coming up to Ohio oh, yeah. next month. Uh, I am. And I'm so excited to see you. I haven't seen you in a year. I, I mean, know. like in person. I know you came up and I saw you for like two hours, but that does not count. I know. Yeah. So. I'm like so pumped. To just like come down and like spend the whole day with you and like do stuff and have fun and like see each other. We're definitely going to record an episode together mm -hmm. and we're hopefully going to like it just in general like record it so you guys can have something to watch because we'll be like together and it'll be like a nice video podcast episode kind of thing. So let us know what you guys want us to talk about like when we're doing the in-person episode. Like if you yeah. guys want us to do like a let's unpack that or something, whatever, whatever you guys want us to talk about, but let us know. Cause I'm so excited for her to come up here and for us to like record together and just do all the other things. We're going to go get matching tattoos. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like counting down the days until I get to come. I literally, I'm going to make a little sticky note, peel off the wall <gasps> countdown. You should. Yeah. Put my name in like big letters at the end and be like, Alexis is here. Oh, she's here. And I think Cohen's more excited than I am. Like, not like actually because I'm yeah. really excited, but Cohen's just like, oh, I'm so excited for Alexis to be here. I love Cohen. So. He's so great. He's so good for you. I just love, I love the feeling of like, you know, when your like boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever, like likes your friends and they, everybody yeah. gets along. I like that. And like, they actually mesh well instead of just like, they come because they feel obligated to come to events mm -hmm. or like they 
you know they hang out with your friends because they're your friends like i love when my friends become their friends and vice versa yeah i agree i feel like it makes your like little family just like that much closer you know that's what i would love for today's episode we decided to play a game that alexis has never heard of and i just don't know If you live under a rock or whatever, I was even just trying to tell her that their social media is like top tier. Like whoever is their social media marketing person or whatever, it needs a raise. I think their presence on social media is great, but we are going to be playing the game. We're not really strangers. And if you guys have also never heard of it, it is a card game. Think like apples to apples, cards against humanities, like basic card game. You ask questions and whatnot and have answers kind of like truth or drink, but it's a little more deeper so the whole purpose of it is it's a card game and I'm gonna like read their little little bio in general we're not really strangers is a purpose-driven card game and movement all about empowering meaningful connections three carefully crafted levels of questions and wild cards that allow you to deepen your existing relationships and create new ones and there's definitely like counselors and therapists they use this in therapy sometimes because some of these questions are um they hurt like they go deep mm-hmm. and some of them are really surface level and some of them yeah they just it's a wide range of things and it's meant to connect with the person that you're playing it with or like with a group of people I think that truth or drink is that same-esque thing but it's more or less like I don't know all about it's more juicy you know sex and like yeah, yeah juicy stuff and like taking shots and like whatnot obviously but like this one's more like intentional like let's sit down and get to know each other and deepen those connections and whatnot so I thought this game would be perfect for this podcast because obviously we just had Allison on the last one we did our happy hour episode with her and truth or drink is definitely a kiss my glass game to play mm-hmm. and then we're not really strangers is non-negotiable game to play yeah, so okay. That's what we're going to be doing today. And to kind of outline the three levels, we chose five questions from each level to ask each other and we're both going to answer. Level one is the perception level. And it reads, we all make assumptions about each other, but how often do we ever put them to the test? Level one allows you to see what first impression you give off and how well you read others. Level two is the connection level. This level digs a bit deeper. 50 rarely asked questions, but warning emotions may arise. This is where we get get a little deep, potentially. Okay. And then level three is the reflection level. And it's just time to reflect. So it's more about like reflecting on either the game that we just played, the conversation we've had, my impact on you, your impact on me, like really thinking about those digging deep questions and how we feel about them. So Ooh. it's going to get, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I love it. I don't actually have like the physical card game and I really, really want it, but we're going to be playing it virtually today for the pod. So we're going to ask five questions from each level. And we're going to start off obviously in level one with the perception level. So our first question, what do you think I'd splurge on? Okay. So Marissa and like splurge are just like words that don't usually go together. (laughs) She is a money (laughs) saver, but you do spend a lot of money on I would say like three very specific things your dogs you will (laughs) you will buy anything for them you'll have like 90 collars 90 leashes Mm -hmm. color cording there's multiple like dog tags that they wear everything they Mm -hmm. could ever need and possibly want you buy for your dogs and like you wear the same like five outfits that you've had for like four years but like you'll buy whatever your dogs need and want (laughs) 
the accuracy. Literally. And then the other two, I feel like any like cute little trinket item that makes you feel bubbly inside like a cute like coffee glass or like a colorful mm-hmm. little like thing to have next to you and then tattoos not that you'll splurge on Ooh. tattoos but that you'll yeah. get a lot of tattoos which will end up costing the splurging yeah. money i spend i'll spend the money on a tattoo but yeah i'm, I'm still like haven't I haven't gotten a tattoo that's like three hundred dollars yet right all of mine have been pretty affordable i just kind of get them more frequently yes <laughs> yes so they add up so it adds up still and i agree with your second part which i i wasn't even thinking i knew that you were gonna say dog stuff because duh i feel like mm-hmm. everybody is like marissa dog stuff i'm like eh, it's my weakness okay my dogs they're my children and then the second one i'm like yeah that's definitely true i cannot help myself if i go to a farmer's market or a maker's market or some sort of like the trinkets the like whatever i just i can't i have to leave with like six things there's literally a disco ball hanging up behind her right now what she needs that for i don't know but i'm sure it makes her feel good inside it does okay (laughs) i don't need it but it's gorgeous and it makes me happy when i wake up early to let the dogs out (laughs) and it has like the little things in the room because the sun is like rising Mm -hmm. and whatnot and it looks so fun and that's why i get it i was actually we just went to like a maker's market like last weekend and Cohen and I got like the permanent jewelry together. We got like matching bracelets right. and I was like checking out with the girl or whatever. And she told me the price of it. And I don't remember exactly what happened, like who brought it up or something. And I was like, I would much rather spend, I think it was like $90 for both of them, which actually is pretty affordable for that permanent yeah. jewelry. Sometimes I see stands for like $100 each. So I don't know if she just had a deal or whatever, but it was like, great. It's amazing. And it was like 90 bucks for both of our bracelets. And I was like, I would much rather spend $90 on any small business than $90 at some store, like a, a mm-hmm. corporate store. I agree. I like, I, I would much rather it go to someone's actual pockets. And like, that's why I think I, I don't second guess anything that I buy at like a farmer's market. Cause I know it's going directly to that person who put so much time and love into that item that I just bought rather than like buying $90 worth of things at Target. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. I feel like it's better to give it to the direct person than the big company. For you, I don't have like three different categories, but this is like, again, my first impression. My like, if I'm looking at you in general, what do you what do you like to splurge on? I would say, and please tell me if I'm wrong. I guess I have two or three things, like workout stuff, like mm-hmm. pre-workout, like anything like that, workout clothes. Like I feel like you got cute outfits. Yeah. like home decor or also like little trinkety things like something in your home like the decoration stuff because your your decor is much higher than mine I don't have like anything on the walls or anything like that but like it's at least better than mine oh my god oh my <laughs> I feel god. like those I don't know I'm trying to think of like other splurging I'm thinking of like big ticket items because I feel like you buy things but I can't think of anything that you like sp- your car yeah <laughs> yeah there you go your bronco that was a need yeah i mean not the bronco a car was a need (laughs) but you could have got a little used 2001 impala i needed it (laughs) i don't know is that correct or what do you usually like splurge your stuff on i feel like that's i feel like workout stuff's a good one like protein pre-workout stuff like that i think that shit adds up a big one for me is like skincare items just because I'm really into it right now and so like when I really like something and it's like self-care for me that's when I'm gonna spend Mm -hmm. my money on it so that's like why workout stuff and like self-care like that kind of stuff's big money items for me I like it 
I don't do skincare, so I, that's not even something that okay. crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked, though, when we got into working out and Cohen was like, well, yeah, we need pre-workout. We need greens. We need protein. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then we go. And I'm like, this stuff is how much? Yeah. You people pay how much? No. <laughs> and you don't, like, need any of that stuff to work out. Oh, but, no. like, when you're into it, you want it. And then you're yeah. just going to spend it anyway. Yeah. So you might as well. And we do. But I was just like, I was shocked because obviously I was new to the lifestyle. And I'm like, uh, why yeah. is this $50? Like, <laughs> for no reason. Okay. Hit us with number two. Okay. What do you think my favorite Starbucks drink is? So I, I'm i going to go based off of like actual first impressions. Like, okay your aesthetic what I feel like you would drink because we play this game all the time at Starbucks actually when like someone walks into the cafe well I'll be like what do we think they drink and like we'll guess like from people based on like how they look or whatever just being like what are they about to order if you were to walk into my store right now like with what you're wearing I would guess an iced chai or oh oh (laughs) you're like ooh, or a matcha like your vibes which also you guys can't see her but she's like wearing a cute little workout top like hairs in a little ponytail so like you're giving like athleisure back from the gym or going to the gym or just like errands today so like ice chai or matcha and obviously some like modifications you can get like the ice chai with like brown sugar a matcha with cold foam something but like those those base drinks is what you're giving that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me I feel like that's just (laughs) Do I, I give off good vibes. Like, I feel like right now I give off good vibes. That's amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love both of those drinks so much. I actually just bought matcha to make it at Heck home. Yeah. But I'm like Ooh. a, I think my go-to at Starbucks is a shaken, I shake an espresso just because I need the caffeine. But if I want yeah. like a fun little drink midday, it's definitely a matcha or a chai. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. For you, your aesthetic. See, can I go with like, should I go pink hair aesthetic since you have pink hair now? Just like if I were to yeah. see you and not know you. Yeah, you can. Because that's what I did with you. Like, I'm pretending okay. I don't know you. You walked into the coffee shop. What do I think you would drink? So you could do the same with me. Well, I feel like my bar is coming to this. I know that you love caramel, though. So like I. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you would you'd be the type of person that would get like a really fun drink, but also nothing like too complicated because you wouldn't want to stress out the workers kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like you'd order something that's already like on the menu but that you're gonna like know you'll like no matter what even if it gets a little messed up so I feel like that's gonna be like a caramel ribbon like crunch frappuccino or something along those lines maybe Mm. and this is only for like my actual Starbucks barista friends who might be listening to this and we all just kind of cringed internally to that one because (laughs) the frappuccino girlies we hate them (laughs) oh really see only because and this is my own personal opinion and is not connected to Starbucks at all. Please do not sue me. But I hate making frappuccinos. We all hate making frappuccinos. If you really? order a frappuccino, we all hate it. It is the most complicated thing. It is so time consuming. It is so messy. And usually the people mm. who get them aren't the nicest. And that's like generalizing. I know. But like, I don't know how to explain it. And again, none of these opinions are of that of Starbucks. But I was working the other day. And this girl came through and asked for, and I'm going to like literally repeat her, her order. Can I get a venti caramel frappuccino with extra, 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 extra caramel? And I was like, bet. Like, I'm a caramel girly. I got you. Yeah. I will hook you up. So made her caramel frappuccino. Put extra, 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 extra caramel on top. You know, like you couldn't even see whipped cream. It was just caramel. 
Okay. Go to hand it out the window to her myself. And then she was just like, Ugh, and gave me this like disgusting look and was like, um, I went to Carmel around the cup. And I was like, oh, no problem. I can do that for you. And what we're supposed to do, which is our protocol, which is our standard, is we are also supposed to like educate the customers so that way they can like order correctly because we don't want them to run into things that like they're not happy with. So mm-hmm. I just was trying to educate her and let her know that on our end, when we take an order, we have two different buttons in case you didn't know this. We have two different buttons for like extra caramel. There's like extra caramel and then there's line the cup with caramel. So if you ask for extra caramel, it's just going to go on top unless you ask us to line the cup with it. It doesn't right. give you a different charge. Like we're not charging for it, but it just prints out on the sticker so we know where to put the caramel so i told her that i said next time just let me know you want it around the cup like we have a separate button i'll do it for you but again remember this bitch said extra 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 caramel like, you know what i mean like right. she said that like yeah. seven times so i make it again for her and i line that cup with caramel because again i'm trying to help her i if i ask for seven extras caramel i expect seven extra caramels you know what right. i mean so that thing had so much caramel so much caramel on top around the cup hand it back to her she goes are you serious and i was like I'm sorry, what ma'am. What did you do wrong? What is wrong? I know. I was like, what? She goes, this is so much caramel. Like, you th- you think I just want like an inch of caramel in here? I was like, that's what she asked said- for. I know. Girl, you're telling me. I literally, I'm like, you said, like, I, I apologize. Like, I, you said extra seven times. So, like, to me, that means that you want like extra. So, I was like, oh, like, I, I will make it again for you for a third time. But like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I just want extra caramel. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't say extra 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 or else they're gonna like literally give you a cup of caramel like, like what do you expect I know. in that moment i will pour the whole caramel thing in there for you because i'm like i'm trying to help but no she was so mad and that's just usually what we hit we people do like the caramel ribbon crunches and like mm. they're very specific and they're like i want extra whip on the top and no whip on the bottom and then make sure you put extra 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 crunchies and like oh interesting it's a lot i didn't know those were hard to make omar gets frappuccinos sometimes most of the time so I'll i mean they're not like the worst thing it's just do it. it it depends on like the time of day like okay it, it just if we're like super busy like it takes us longer to make a frappuccino than like any other drink so it like okay. holds up the line lo- like whatever it's more of like getting into our internal things but please order your fraps <laughs> order your fraps <laughs> we like they're tasty they're amazing like mm. you do you but I just mean like our workers, like you saying like you give off Frappuccino vibes is like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it all back. It's just fun. Oh fun and bubbly. That's the vibe. No, it's OK. Fun and bubbly. I love it. Nice little pinkity drinkity. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the next question we have. Do you think that I was popular in high school? This is such a loaded question because I know what you did in high school, but I also know that you were in your it's not a phase mom emo thing so I feel like yeah maybe (laughs) yeah I feel like you probably were okay I feel like maybe not like like how do I want to write this like the kids where everybody's like oh that's like the popular kid but like the one the group like right after that where they're like oh no like everyone likes those people like the people everybody knows and likes that's my guess Hmm. okay I know what you were, but if I had to meet you first off, yeah. that's what I would say. Okay. I feel like you give me popular vibes, but more so, and again, my bias is coming out too, because I already know you, but like, and what I'm assuming you did in high school, because I know you, but I just feel like you give off popular vibes in the sense that, yeah, like everybody thought you were fun and you'd go out with them and like, y'all would just have a grand old time. And so like, you had tons of friends and like... You did all the high school things, you know, all the stupid high school things as stupid kids do. Yeah. 
Nick, I feel like you had some good memories <laughs> without trying to like out you for all the stupid things that you may have done. I just feel like you made some good memories. I definitely had good memories of high school. Yeah. <laughs> We're like on the flip. I went to three different high schools. Mm-hmm. I moved around a lot. And so I wouldn't say that I, I'm probably like the tier below from what you like assumed I was because I definitely wasn't like the popular kid, but I knew everyone and like I was acquaintances with a lot of people. I was nice to everyone. So people like knew me, but I also wasn't like friends with all those people. So like I didn't hang out with a bunch of people after school. Like I wasn't like in with the popular crowd, if that makes sense. But like sometimes like mm-hmm. it's just like it's very like a weird thing because I just moved a lot. So I would make some friends, but then I'd move. So then I'd have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you wouldn't have moved so much, you would have been like prom queen. <laughs> Oh, I'm coming, queen. Oh, I'll be above. Maybe. On a scale of one to ten, how messy do you think my car is? Um, a nine. Okay, valid. Ten being because... super messy, one being super clean. Yeah. <laughs> so my Pontiac was absolutely disgusting. I'm gonna call myself out right now. My dad bought me a trash can for my Bronco and said, "You are not allowed to get this car dirty." good so it's clean but it's covered in sand right now so uh, i was going to put an asterisk on that and i said the only reason why i'm doing that is because i'm assuming there's sand everywhere because once there's sand somewhere you're not getting it out it is everywhere i think yours is i know you're a very clean person but i know your dogs get in in your car a lot so i know there's dog stuff in your car but i know you're also neat and tidy so i want to say like a four obviously like messiness is all subjective like i would rate myself probably like a six or a seven okay like it's also not dirty like if i i'm not embarrassed about people getting on my car and you know doing that whole like oh hold on just throw it in the back seat just throw it like yeah just put it on yeah. the floor like <laughs> oh, i don't I know. have things everywhere <laughs> right <laughs> i don't do that but it's definitely not clean like there is like dog nose marks on the windows and mm-hmm. i have a hammock so like my seats are clean for my dogs but there's also still like mud my trunk is completely unorganized and it's just full of a random stuff that no like one sees the trunk that i don't have count. a place for it inside my apartment so like count. i store it in my trunk yeah the trunk yeah. it does not exist no so it's like a happy medium i think that like i'm not embarrassed but it could be cleaner that's valid i think that's like a healthy this last question for our level one is do you think that i have a sibling and more specifically like if you think i do is my sibling older or younger like what vibes am i giving off like single child older child middle child younger child hit me okay so i i know you have an older sister but you give off older sister vibes is the Mm. thing so like if I didn't know that about you I would think like you had like one or two younger siblings that you like were very protective over cared about very much so Mm because you give off like older first child like vibes but I know you're not yeah yeah I think that's because my sister is 10 years older than me right we have a huge gap. So like basically I like grew up in in terms of my childhood as an only child or like that older child kind of thing because mm-hmm. I was six. She was 16. Like I was eight. She's out of the house at 18. You know what I mean? So I feel like I didn't have like that older sister so close to me kind of thing where we could like share each other's clothes and like hang out and stuff like that was never a, the thing. <laughs> right. Now I'm actually embarrassed for my answer because I've never met a sibling of yours, but I'm sitting here trying to figure out if you have siblings. 
<laughs> where I feel like you do. Like, I feel like I've seen a picture or I've like heard it or something, but I could just be making it up in my mind. And I feel like you give off middle child vibes. Yeah. Okay. I am a middle child. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, kind of. So, like, I'm adopted, right? I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. Well, I'm adopted, but it's an open adoption. So, my birth mom, she has, I have an older sister and a younger brother with her, but I was also raised mm. an only child with my family, like my adoptive family. So, I'm a middle mm. to only child vibe. Kind of like how you're a younger sibling, but also like only child. Like, that's similar mm-hmm. vibe. But yeah, middle yeah. for sure interesting like I get it because I think you give off some of like the older vibes where like usually your firstborn of course is like with parents they're way more strict on you like you have to follow more rules so like you are very like you want to follow the rules and not step on anybody's toes but then you give off younger vibes where you're like but like in college like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna drink and I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. fun and I'm gonna like kind of break the rules like but then you're like no I'm good like you play both sides so like you give off that middle middle child vibe I'm yeah for sure middle child energy 100% 100% I can't mm. deny it <laughs> we're moving into level two so that's our connection round so we get a little bit deeper Ooh, and Alexis okay. read our first question so what would your younger self not believe about your life today I think so many things <laughs> yeah I so many things I don't know um I think the most recent thing which obviously we've talked about in previous episodes as well but like younger me would have never thought that I'd be like queer mm-hmm. and like in a queer relationship and about to move into a bus. But half of me also wishes I was always like, you know, doing the bus life thing. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't believe it, but it's one of those like I've always dreamed it, but never thought you'd get there kind of vibes. And now I am here. So like, oh, thank God. But I feel like my younger self would also not believe that like my main source of income is like content creation yeah because when I was younger I wanted to be a lawyer specifically like be a judge like go to law school and be a judge was my like you know what do you want to be when you grow up kind of thing so I feel like if I went to my 10 year old self and was like you're gonna be a youtuber (laughs) (laughs) she would be like bitch what is that (laughs) and be like no we're gonna be a lawyer like what do you mean I feel like that would rock her world yeah I could definitely see that for sure I feel like I could come up with like a bunch of tiny things, but I feel like those are my two biggies of just like the life that I thought I was going to live at 10, you know, when you're little and you have like your dream wedding, quote unquote, you know what I mean? And how you picture your life and the picket fences and what's your dream job in this career and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah has completely changed and does not look anything like how I thought it was going to, but all for like the best reasons and it's all working out fine, but completely like plot twist. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I feel like my younger self would be very confused with the life that I'm living right now. Like, Why? 100%. I think she would be like shocked that I moved across the country for a boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think she'd be shocked about that. I think she'd be shocked that I'm not going to med school because I always thought I was going to be a mm. doctor. Um, And I just think like there's a lot of like little things that I've grown or changed about myself that were just like big foundations of my personality when I was growing up like I was a vegetarian for 12 years and I'm not anymore and I think she'd be mad about that which like valid because I'm kind of mad about it so maybe I'll do it again but like I think she'd be upset about some things 
but like happy for mm. me that like I'm happy and happy for me that like I'm doing what's best for me just surprised by how I got here that'd be an interesting we're not really strangers question is like what would your younger self be mad at you for today <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things no I don't know that'd be interesting hmm. the next question in level two what is your favorite adjective that you love to be described with if someone were to give you a compliment or to be like Alexis is blank like what is the one that like lights you up and that you love people to say okay a little deep I guess but I like people to think that I'm like strong not like physically but emotionally strong as a person Mm. yeah okay what about you see I'm thinking of like happy but then that's like not because I've mm-hmm. I've have like have a shtick with that where I'm like everybody yeah. thinks I'm happy all the time and I'm not and it kind of like pisses me off. But then why does it make me smile when people are like, oh, you're just so happy and like I don't know, I don't like that. Okay, it's like two. There's like two sides to it. But I guess mm, if I had to pick a different one, let me see. We need like a list of adjectives up. <laughs> I know I need a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I feel like driven Mm. or like the innovative like the creative like if someone's just like Marissa gets it done like she if there's a will there's a way if she wants something she'll go get it like any of those kinds of like things I like because I do like I'm gonna fucking make it happen and sometimes I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen but I'm gonna make it happen if I really want it and yeah I don't know I like that people can see that like side of me that like I work hard for what I have and what I want because there might be a little inside like mini trauma because I'm not saying it happened a lot but I remember a specific time when and it was in college like people were like Marissa's life is just so easy and like she just gets everything she wants like a specific person had said that and this is also just goes to show you that like the things you say people it sticks with people okay obviously that's mm-hmm. like a cliche thing to say you think that like whatever but how you make someone feel will always stick with them and the things that you have said will always stick with them especially if it is something that like kind of hurts them in that way because I don't think this person ever like meant it really in a bad way or really meant it that like that I was ever going to hear it one because they didn't say it to me and then that it would stick with me this long but like it was something that has always been under my skin that's like Marissa just gets whatever she wants and or like my life is so easy and it's like no I need you to flip that because it may look like I get what I want but like at what cost like I work Mm -hmm. my fucking ass off like I have three jobs like I'm like paid for my whole school I did like I could go on on all these things and it it hurts to not recognize the like work that I put in rather than just assuming that it just like I just have these things or like it just came naturally or whatever like I don't know does that make sense that makes me so mad <laughs> for you like for you because I know how hard you work for things and I know how much effort you put into everything and the fact that like people have the audacity to take that away from you and just attribute it to like you get what you want like you don't work for what you want you deserve what you want you deserve it because mm-hmm. you everybody does it. yeah and that's something and that's we could have all other episode on that but like obviously what people say about you is more of a reflection on them than it is of you always right. so yeah. that person saying that is more we need to dive into the with them unpack like 
you also deserve whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Why are you upset that I'm getting what I work for because I want it? Like you can also work for things and want things and you deserve the things that you want. You deserve nice things. You deserve to be happy. Everybody does. So there has to be something going on internally with them for make them to make them say that about me. But that has stuck yeah. with me for like literal years. Like I've been graduated and that has been probably said like four or five years ago. And it's still like it's under my skin and I shouldn't let it. Yeah. I should just let it go. But the things you say sticks with people. So be nice. <laughs> That's my soapbox TED talk be today. Be nice. Okay. What is the hardest part about dating you? Depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I think I feel like that's an interesting question for yourself to answer you know what I mean because I feel like you're always biased Mm -hmm. but like not that I'm gonna ask I don't want to know but like you know imagine just like sending a little because I've seen people do this send a little like google form to all your exes and be like rate me on a scale from one to ten and how did was my relationship with you and what do you think was the hardest thing about dating me (laughs) I would love to do that so I don't know what anybody else would say but I feel like I don't know if it's just because we were just talking about it but maybe like how busy I am like I want to make time for people and I do but like I'm busy and I like my independence and I like being quote-unquote free it's the Sagittarius in me so like I don't want anybody to like get in the way of that or to like stop me from doing whatever I want to do or telling me how to dress or what I can't do or who I can be friends with or like what tattoo I can get or like what color I can dye my hair or like literally anything, I'm going to be very independent and I'm going to be very like strong-willed in that regard. And it can be a like a turnoff for people of like, especially with like partners or, you know, I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Like showing that to other people. And I think that's like a hard thing when you date somebody and, you know, you need some sort of emotional reaction from them and they might not be giving it to the capacity that you need. And I, I may be that person sometimes that doesn't give it to the capacity needed. And I have to like recognize that and say, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I do care. I'm here. Like, I'm with you. It's just mm. hard for me to show deep emotions sometimes. Interesting. Would you attribute that to like some like vulnerability? Like it's hard to be vulnerable or is it more of just like, like do you have a problem like talking about things or is it just like, I guess, what do you categorize as emotions? Do you mean like actual like crying or do you mean like just talking about emotions or like? What is like that mean actual crying I don't cry mm. like I cry I cry but like I don't like to show that emotion in front of other people like something happened the other day where like I really wanted to cry and I just didn't and Omar just held my hand he's like it's okay and I was like I know mm-hmm. I just like I'm not gonna cry right now like I, I just won't do it kind mm-hmm. of thing like it's more of that like I'll talk about emotions I'll talk about how I'm feeling I can communicate that verbally it's the visual aspect of those emotions that doesn't always come through the way that other people need it to Mm -hmm. and that's like my whole own thing but yeah but I feel like that's not necessarily like a weird thing none of these things are weird things like Mm -hmm. I feel like in certain areas I'm the same way like I I cry most definitely all the time as well but I'll like I'm not gonna cry in front of just anyone and I'm not gonna like just sit in like Walmart or like somewhere public and like cry (laughs) but like I'll cry at home and I like cry with Cohen and whatnot but like, I don't know. I, I can see that one. I have like little bits of that with like certain people or like if you're close to me, it's different, but it is still hard. I just like, like going back to the adjective thing, like I like to be strong for other people. Mm. And so sometimes it's hard for me to feel not weak, but feel vulnerable because of that. Mm-hmm. So it like ties together in that way, I think. Interesting. 
yeah okay we're switching gears from like your favorite adjective to describe yourself with so last question in level two is what is your least favorite personality trait but in other people i don't know what's yours you go first I hate <laughs> I, I had this one ready on deck and it might just be because my happiness or whatever I just I I cannot be friends or just like have close connections with like the true negative Nancy's like the mm-hmm. people who just always have something bad to say somebody to talk shit about something to complain about the glass half like full type person or half empty type person like yeah and I get we all like have those tendencies and it's not just like if you have one bad day like I just can't be friends with you not that I just mean like on a consistent basis like the person that you are is just you're just so down all the time like I'm I don't know I feed off of energy and I usually like give my energy to other people and I feel like that's why I'm also very happy like I like for people to like feed from me and I'm I'm happy with giving that but like those kind of people are so draining for me because I'm like and it might be my own thing like not everybody's a like a project and I don't need to like fix everyone but like Mm -hmm. if you're just so down like I try so hard to bring you up but then you are just perpetually like negative and I I can't I can't do it (laughs) I honestly feel like I agree with that 100% I feel like that might be mine too because like it's so hard because I'm a very positive person like I love to like Mm -hmm. see the bright side on everything which I understand like toxic positivity whatever but like I'm a positive person I just am and so sometimes when like even like small things occur and you can't just like laugh at it happening to you and like something just just, it just you gotta laugh or you're gonna cry (laughs) yeah yeah so like and then you cry later but like uh, I don't know that's like more I I would kind of do like a pet peeve kind of thing too is that one if I had to pick, like, an actual, like, personality trait, I mean, that is a personality trait, but it, I don't know. I'm trying to see if there's, like, another one that, like, really grinds my gears as much as that. Or, um, like, but I, I don't, like I don't really don't think there is. The part of it also I think of is, like, when everyone, like, suggests ideas of what to do or where to go. And, like, if someone's just, like, no, no, I don't like that to every idea. I'm, like, come on, there has to be something you enjoy. Something that something. we can all do together and have fun. Or just like contribute to the yeah. conversation. Give me Give an idea. Me an then. idea. Like <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I'm trying here. Uh, yeah, I think that like I can be friends with literally anyone. I can have conversation with literally anyone. It's just those people on a regular basis. After like months or probably even less than that, like it just it's so draining. And then I just give up. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that'd be my biggie. That was our last question in level two. So now we're moving on to level three, which is reflection so we're going to reflect on ourselves and the questions or I don't know it's going to make us reflect so first question what do you think is one thing I could do that would drastically improve my life for everyone I'm going to say this first and then I'll answer for you everyone should be in therapy let me just say that (laughs) it would drastically improve your life (laughs) um I think for you I'm thinking of like little things for you like one like answer all your text messages like <laughs> yeah I agree with you I think that would improve my life if I did it if this is like your yeah. first episode you're tuning into we talk about this often but Alexis has like 800 unread text messages no on her phone I only very have moment. 170 right now so that's, that's still way too many that's okay. like 169 Valid. too many like <laughs> okay, <fair enough. laughs> um I think another one would be 
now that I'm thinking about it and saying that, like, I feel like this isn't, I'm going to say it anyways, but it might not be a thing that other people do, but it might just be me because of my like line of work and whatnot, but like romanticizing little things in your life. Cause I know that you like doing self-care and whatnot, but I feel like if we're also going back to kind of perception, first impression kind of vibes is like, you're really good at the habit stacking and like getting into routines and like working out mm-hmm. and doing self-care. But is it because of like you're doing it as like that checklist and like making sure you're hitting things and it's more of like that structured way to live your life? Or are you like actually whimsically moving through your life in a way that is like positively impacting you and being like, I am so joyous to be doing this and like that grateful, like romanticizing the like little things and like making your coffee and like taking Mm -hmm. a picture of it just looking so cute. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like it definitely finding the like the beauty in the mundane kind of thing. I feel like that's a sign from the universe to me because I listened to a podcast last week about romanticizing my life and I was like man should I start like doing that more and the fact that you just said it I'm like I gotta start doing it more this is a sign like it's for me like literally I romanticize a goddamn fucking everything and Mm -hmm. I think that some people don't think of it the same way which is why I was overthinking saying it because to me a way that you romanticize or whatever for me is like taking pictures and like vlogging like for me I am like capturing the most mundane things but making it beautiful into an edited vlog that people get to enjoy with me and they get to go through my literal so basic day and I kind of use that as a point where people are like I want to start my own YouTube channel but I have no idea what to like do my life isn't interesting Mm -hmm. and I'm like have you literally ever watched a vlog of mine like I make coffee I do my laundry I make lunch and I take a dog's on a walk what about that is exciting like I'm doing everyday things but making it fun and like enjoying it and like just literally romanticizing it and it makes the mundane better for myself and also other people kind of thing so I say romanticize like take pictures of everything make a cute coffee just because you want to cute coffee like buy cute mugs because you want cute mugs and like it just make things like special rather than just like here's my k-cup and like here's my coffee and my black mug every single morning or whatever but like do whatever makes you happy because to me it's like colorful and like that kind of stuff but I think that that's something that not everybody especially like past relationships understood is like why I wanted to take pictures all the time or like why I want to capture these moments or like Mm -hmm. why I want these cute coffee cups and it's just like it romanticizes something that you do every day and it's just making coffee but it just makes it that much more special and a fun cup for me (laughs) no I, I completely agree with that I for you okay it's hard because I feel like right now you're at that stage in your life where you're doing everything to like make yourself feel whole like you are being free and like letting someone love you and support you and like dyeing your hair and buying them. you're doing the things that like I'm doing the eat I would have already said Ohio (laughs) yeah the okay but the one thing I feel like you don't do enough of and you need to do more of is self-care you need to take care of yourself more and I'm not just saying like take a nap I'm saying like you deserve all this stuff too like mm-hmm. if you want to buy yourself a cute new outfit do it if you want to go do something do it like you deserve it and I feel like sometimes you put yourself on the back burner because you're so great and you love other people and you want to help them so much and you deserve it like you just deserve the world so start giving yourself I just the world. have I have a problem and like it <laughs> very much is a problem because I like you guys said I can spend money on dog stuff I'll drop at a farmer's market easy Mm -hmm. but one singular thing for myself like just other than like you know a coffee mug like those things don't feel like things for myself but if I were to go shopping like for myself I like I can't do it 
like buying new clothes for myself or whatever it just seems Mm -hmm. like a waste of money like I'm wasting it it could be better spent on something else that like we need like I don't know like laundry just like I could come up with so many things that like that money could be better spent on than myself but okay when you visited me you found this like what was that it was like a jumpsuit but not a jumpsuit the like yes you know what i'm talking about i forget what i called it but it was like that um it was like a linen like the big romper thing the linen yeah yeah you picked it up in target and you were like i need this i need this and you wore it the next day like you loved it (laughs) so much and like yeah you deserve to like find those things that you enjoy for yourself I've been saying it for years but I want to like revamp my wardrobe because I don't like love anything that I wear like I just wear the most basic clothes the same four outfits every day like you said and like it hasn't really bothered me but I want I do I want to like love and romanticize like the little outfits that I wear kind of thing but it's hard for me to spend that money like if I do go shopping I'm going to like Plato's Closet or like Goodwill or something which is also great you know for the environment Mm -hmm. you know but I find it hard to spend like a lot of money like, I always had this rule, like you said, I, I save a lot of money and Allison always made fun of me. But, like, if it's over $10, like, for myself, I have to, like, really weigh those pros and cons. But okay. if it's, like, a $45 dog harness, yeah, it's in the cart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't explain it. So, I agree with you. <laughs> I just need to work through that internally with myself. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. The next question. Do you believe everyone has a calling? And if so, do you think I've found mine? Yes. And yes, I do believe that. I believe everybody has a calling. I feel like you can have multiple callings, though. I feel like it's not just, like, one thing. Like, you can have multiple things that, like, set your soul on fire. And I think Marissa is, like, in that soul on fire moment. Like, I feel like her calling is to explore and travel and understand life and people in the world and show herself to everybody and I feel like she's doing that right now like she's setting herself up to like go and live this like beautiful adventurous life that like fulfills her and that she also just like with her social media and stuff like she shows happiness and shares love and does all of that and I feel like that could be your calling I don't know if I'm accurate or not but that was so sweet (laughs) I love you I love you (laughs) oh my goodness I don't know I mean obviously like I don't know if it's my calling or whatever, I believe also that like, I think that everybody has a purpose, duh, but like mm-hmm. a calling. I also think that everybody has some, something that they're just, it has that happy medium of something that they're so good at, but it also fulfills them. Yeah. And I think that's where you find that thing that souls, sets your soul on fire and is your calling. Cause I think a lot of people are good at their jobs, but they're just that they're jobs. And I do think that there is truth in the whole line of like if you do what you love you never work a day in your life because that is when you find that happy medium of doing something that you absolutely love and making enough money to obviously you know live off of it or whatnot and you're good at it and it doesn't feel like work versus like if I would have went into law I think I still think I would have been really good at it like yeah I'd be a bomb ass lawyer I'm so good at it but would it be fulfilling probably not and I would feel like I'm working every day because it wouldn't be filling that cup with that other side of it that's, you know, supposed to be like my calling. So mm-hmm. I think there's tons of things that people are good at. I think you could be good at, you know, like how you said you were going to go be a doctor. I think you would have been fine at it. I think I'd be fine at, you know, what I was doing before in terms of just like being in financial aid and admissions. Like I'm good at all the jobs I've done, but none of them have been 
as fulfilling and I think you're kind of in that like constant pursuit of like finding that medium and that's how you know when like you know you know kind of thing is like you just you feel fulfilled you love your job every day you're making enough money to survive and you're good at it and like that's your calling I agree with that but I don't think that you found yours yet Mm -mm. and I don't think that's a bad thing there's not a timeline on anything Mm -hmm. like everybody's on their own page everybody's on their own book everybody's on their own season of the show kind of thing and I would even say I don't really know if I've necessarily found mine because I enjoy what I do but I think that there's more that I could do so I think I'm like on the right track but I wouldn't say I've like reached my destination if that makes sense but also there's that question of like do you ever necessarily like reach a destination you know are you always in limbo and like things just change because you change and you're like your experiences change you and uh, who knows if I'm going to still be doing this in five years or if I'm going to be doing something else that is going to feel even more fulfilling like I you never know so Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've also gotten there but I think that I have never felt as fulfilled or as happy as I do right now so I think I'm on the right track but I don't know what's to come And I feel like that there's so much more in store for you. So I think that you also are on that journey of like finding your exact calling. But I like that question. Yeah, I like that question too. I definitely agree with that. I feel like I found a part of it. And it's like putting the pieces together and finding the rest of it that I need to do. Okay, so question number three is based on what you've learned about me, does my social media portray me accurately? I specifically wanted to have this question on here because mm-hmm. obviously I have a social media presence and I'm interested in your answer on me, but I specifically wanted to say no. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> that your social media portrays you at all, but it's also, you're not like quote unquote, the influencer, like you're not trying to have like that kind of a social media presence in a way. Mm. But we talked about this when I came down and we were talking about the podcast and I said, girly, you should start something like you should you know be a little mini like content creator and like do little things like that because I feel like you would find some like joy in it or whatever blah blah blah. but I don't think it accurately represents you I think that if you guys are all like wanting to stalk Alexis or whatever and you go through there like it gives 0.01 percent of what you are and like who you are and what you love and what you do like I don't think it gives anything other than just like cute pictures but like there's no personality in your social media presence yeah I know I haven't even like posted anything on Instagram since February I think girl and that was it I know I like actually really want to like start taking like cute photos and romanticizing my life and like sharing that so maybe like this is my sign to start doing that and get back on the horse yeah and I specifically wanted to say like do content creation because I don't think that you need to be like quote unquote an influencer in terms of like that being a source of income Mm -hmm. but like just creating content in terms of things that just make you happy like sharing things with the world or even just like your fun picture of your latte like a photo dump or whatever it's yeah the romanticizing side of it of just like creating a space that makes you happy and like filled with things that make you happy and like shares little pieces of you with your followers or whatever like your family or your friends whoever does that like follow you and whatnot so Okay. I think you? that you could have like a little happy medium with that, like not to capitalize on a on a hobby. Like you don't need to like right. turn it into a money thing, but you could like have some fun on there. Create I definitely some memories. Agree with that. Yeah, I should do that. Honestly, I knew you were gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm curious about yours because yeah. 
obviously I am the quote unquote influencer mm-hmm. and that's like the age old question in terms of like is is social media real which we all know is no but like obviously you know me outside of social media and then you obviously follow me so I feel like it'd be a good little like I'm, I'm curious of your insight of mine um okay full transparency Marissa's like social media is very accurate of who she is as a person but I have a caveat with this so I feel like your social media is like perfectly represents like who you are and you're very transparent and genuine in it and like I was talking to Tori about this and we were like yeah if we like watch one of your YouTube videos it's like we just had a conversation with you because like it's the exact same as literally like FaceTiming you but you're also a secret little girly and I know that like you like dyeing your hair or like when you and Cohen like got together like you don't share those things right away you wait until like you're ready to share it but once you Mm -hmm. do like it's full transparency like it's there but there's also like parts of your personality too that I think are you don't also share but you share the majority of it that I have these things what do you think if you have anything specific what do you think I'm like not sharing on social media how absolutely wild you are Marissa (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry Marissa has a wild side that I just don't think that she shares as freely on social media, which like valid. But I've seen this girl get on a table and like shake her ass and like do all these things. And I, she'll never show you guys that. But like she is she's a wild child for sure. I think there's like there's three things that I want to add to that. One, okay. as I already said, social media is not real. And yes. everything you see is what that person wants you to see. And I have been very specific with that is like, I am very, I like to be authentic and I'd like to think that I am authentic, but I was curious if like it would come across that way. But you still only see what I want you to see. Even in a vlog, if it's 30 minutes long, that's still 30 minutes out of my 24 hour day that you Mm -hmm. guys are seeing and whatnot. So you're not seeing absolutely everything. And like every influencer you follow, every person you follow is only showing what they want you to see. And that's for a reason. Not that it's all like bad stuff or whatever. Like it's not that they're not showing you like bad for bad reasons but there are things that people want to keep private or like yeah whatever so I I've tried to find that balance of being authentic and sharing everything but also yeah on my terms and not having to like feel pressured and oversharing about things that I don't want to or sharing things too soon when I'm not ready to like fully like talk about it or if I haven't like processed it or like like literally anything um so I'm glad you said that because I like I've thought about that and I get questions about it of like I just talked about that actually in my last Q&A and someone asked like seemed like you and Cohen move so fast and I'm like yes and no like for you guys yeah. it seemed so much faster because I showed you when I was ready and when we were like definitely already together so it seemed like we just like jumped right into it but there was just a lot that I didn't show yeah and on that the other thing I feel like is like with you and Cohen when you guys did get together I think everyone just kind of knew it was right. Like there was no like mm-hmm. I I don't know like when you told me about it all and like I first talked to Cohen and everything I just like it clicked in my head that like you were happy and like this was right for you. So I feel like it's also mm-hmm. like a when you know you know thing and I feel like you just knew. And yeah, so like, why which not is really interesting. move in? Why not do those things? And I mean we said all this with previous questions like there's no timeline on anything. So mm-hmm. everybody's on different pages and whatever works for you works and like there is no too soon there's no too long or too much of a wait it's just moving we talked about this in other episodes there's not a wrong way there's not a right way it's your way my way and like 
there's mm-hmm. just a way and so it's not too soon it's just your pace like whatever whatever pace you're moving at is completely okay yeah I agree with that but my wild side does not make it to YouTube and you're very silly like you're a very silly person <laughs> <laughs> like not in like like in the best way like I love silly people like a you're silly just like, goose you're like a silly little goose silly little goose that's what I mean you are that's like a huge part of who you are but I feel like yeah I, it's hard to show that kind of stuff on social media anyway so like yeah. I was very curious about that one personally mm-hmm. um the next question number four what can I help you with um, you can go through my text messages for me and delete them. <laughs> you be like your personal to? assistant and respond to every <laughs> text and read all your emails. Read, read my emails for me. You can help me with that. No, I don't know. I feel like you, this is really hard because I feel like you just naturally like help me with a lot. Just like being like my best friend and everything, like talking to you just like, makes me feel better. So I feel like keep talking to me. Don't ever abandon me. I'll cry. <laughs> you I'll do. cry. Your thing when we did it with Tori, you're like, um, if either of you said that you needed space, I would die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am a clingy friend. <laughs> That's on That's me. okay. I chose that question. I I also think it's hard to like actually answer and like conceptualize. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really good question for like certain friend groups or f- for certain people of like what do you bring to the table that maybe someone else doesn't or like how can you help someone through something but also just like personality wise or like character traits because I think there's like pros and cons to this and I used to think that like with relationships specifically like opposites attract you know like whatever Mm -hmm. but I don't really think the opposites are very compatible but I think that there there's attraction there because that someone has something that you don't have and that's very like new to you and it's new experiences so that's attractive just out of the novelty but it's not anything special like that's not the compatibility that's not the like lifelong because we're so different it's just that you're intrigued because they're not you and if you're very cookie cutter and you follow the rules like it's always weird because it's like the why do good girls like bad guys and it's like Mm -hmm. because they're so different and it's like you could never think of doing anything bad in your life and this person is just out breaking every rule like of course that's going to be intriguing but that's probably not going to be the most compatible relationship you're going to be in because you guys have such different like morals probably or just like like life views and whatnot but I think of that with this question of like what does someone else potentially like have that you don't or like how can like you feed from that or like get pulled from that but you have to be careful with that because there's a lot of people that will like drain you of those things I've noticed that in high school and college more so like a lot of my relationships like friendships more so not like you know uh, dating relationships but friendships those people that lack like confidence and organization or like the spontaneity or the energy or the cleanliness and like little things like that like they are usually like drawn to me because I have those things but then I have to provide those things for them if that makes sense yes and like yeah they want someone might want to be your friend because they don't have that confidence but then they feed off of yours and then that can be kind of draining if it's like not a symbiotic kind of like friendship Mm -hmm. of like 
I give to you, you give to me. Like if I'm super wild, but you ground me, but I help you get out of your shell. Like those are like really good friendships. But if it's like too much on one side, it can be a little detrimental. But I was like, that's where all my brain was going with like this question. And I thought it was kind of an interesting one, but like a hard one to actually conceptualize and answer. I agree with that. I feel like everything but I think is probably right. For you, like the things that I'm thinking of, of like what do you have that I don't? Or like how can like you help me? I think we talked about this in like the first episode where like my first impression of you kind of thing or like when we did our bullet point introductions where mm-hmm. I'm like you have like what seems to be like the most like just normal life. Even mm-hmm. though like it's not and it's like nothing's ever like perfect and crazy or whatever but I feel like my life is so chaotic but like in a good way like I'm pulled in so many directions that I'd love to not be like I think that you could help me cut ties with things that are pulling me in directions that like I shouldn't be pulled in or like are pulling too much of me one way or like Mm -hmm. just just making sure my plate is at a very digestible limit (laughs) because I I just say yes I'm a yes person so like someone asked me to do something yes can you help me yes do you want to do this yes like I love it I love doing things but then yeah I just get too much where I would love the like the mundane and the normalcy Mm -hmm. but still having like fun with it but like that's where I think that you could help me with that that's interesting I don't know. It all yeah, I thought it's an interesting question. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard one. I feel like. Hit us with our last one. Okay. What about me is the hardest for you to understand? That's a hard hmm. question. I know the the connect like the reflection ones can be a little bit. This one seems like a silly one, but I genuinely cannot conceptualize the answer to this question. And it's not about you specifically. It's like people in general, but you are one of those people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is like, how do you do things if you like, (laughs) how do I put this without sounding like a fucking (laughs) stupid person? (laughs) Because I have just never, I've like, hmm, fuck. Okay. Literally since like 2012, I have been on the internet and like been an influencer and like been some sort of a content creator, like not right. for for money since 2012, like that wasn't a thing, but I have been making content and like sharing my life since 2012, whether it's blog, YouTube, whatever. I literally cannot conceptualize a life without sharing what I'm doing with other people. And I low key mm. think what mental illness is that like, I need to know, like, it's a stupid question and I literally feel so stupid for it, but I, I don't know. It has I'll, every, it's valid. But, like, it just baffles me that, like, you know, you bought a new car and then, like, you didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, like, how do you do things without, like, wanting to tell the entire world? Or just, like, because it's not, like, in a boastful way. It's not, like, a braggy way. But it's just, like, like, I love sharing with other people and, like, trying to think of, like, what would I do if no one was looking? Like, would I get a new Bronco? but no one would know I would have it. Or would I just mm-hmm. get the 2001 used Impala? Like, would I want a nice house because other people are going to see it? Or would I just want a house period? You know, like when you try to conceptualize, like, why are you making decisions and are you making decisions for other people? Are you making it for yourself? Are you making it because people are going to see it or like whatever? It's hard for me because since 2012, people have been seeing every decision yeah. I make. So like, even when life. I think of like an apartment, 
I'm like, okay, how would this look on camera? Like, I don't like the color of these cabinets or like whatever, whatever. But like, do people (laughs) just like do things? Like, (laughs) it's such a stupid question, but does that make sense? (laughs) Well, okay. I want to back up because you said like, I got the Bronco, for example, and I didn't tell anybody, but that's not true because I got the Bronco and I told, I texted you, I texted Tori, I texted like my sister, and then I told Omar. I told like the people that really, because you're like, how do you not tell the world? But I told people that are like a part of my world. Mm -hmm. And then like two weeks later, I posted pictures of my parents visiting and that was like one of the pictures in it. So like people saw, but like, yeah, I don't know. I guess like, I don't know. Like I would love to live in like I said, like the normalcy or like the normal mm-hmm. brain of just like, what decisions do you make? And what does your day look like from day to day? Because like not being a content creator, you truly do as long as you're being like intentional about it. But like you, you make decisions every single day just for you because literally nobody else is involved and nobody else is going to know. And nobody else is going to like, even know the, like what you're deciding from or like what would be better if you decided right. this, no one's putting input in it of like, you should have went with the other cabinets or you should have, I don't like the color of your couch or like, you're not getting a thousand people with their opinions in your head. And that's true. I, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I will say, I still feel like even though I don't have a thousand people saying it, I do think about what other people's opinions would be over things. And I think that on the other side of not being like the influencer doing that I'm part of the influenced group of people right where like we see other Mm. people having these things and doing these things so it's like if I don't have that or if I don't do that will I be othered will I not be viewed the same so I think it's part of wanting Mm. to be a part of the collective and it's hard and it's something I have to get out of of like picking something because like it sings to me and not because like I know other people will compliment me in my new shirt walking down the street you know but just because i like that's that so shirt. true i didn't yeah. think of it as like the influenced like there's obviously mm-hmm. two sides of like the influencer community like there's the influencer and there's the influenced wow yeah i just and- yeah i like my brain cannot picture like making a decision without a million people like knowing my decision unless i just like obviously dropped off the face of the earth and stopped making like content but like yeah. It's just really interesting to me. Like when I, it sounds so, it sounds so fucking weird and I hate the way this sounds, but like, like normal people where I'm just like, what do you guys do all day? Like, <laughs> like you guys literally just get to like wear whatever you want and like mm-hmm. go get coffee and just like, you're not worrying about anything. And I don't, haven't had to think about this since college more so, but I used to run into people a lot on campus that um like I've watched my videos. And so I was constantly kind of like on guard because I'm like, I never know when someone is going to pass me that knows me. And so not that they would ever come up to me because I'm sure there's also been people that have like seen me in in public and have not said anything to me. So I also feel like I have to be on just any time because I'm like, what if I run into someone that knows me and like I give a bad impression or like they're like, she was rude or like she had resting bitch face, or, like whatever. So like I feel like every time I'm out, I'm like at any given time I could see someone who knows me. Mm-hmm. and that's also like a a thing that's in the back of my head that like normal people don't have <laughs> right yeah that's true but I don't know I feel like yeah pe- probably don't have it to the same level at all but I definitely am the type of person where if I'm standing in line I'm like do people think I look mean right now even though like <laughs> no one will ever know who I am it's like do I look mean do I look nice am I approachable 
do I want to be like I get that but not at the same level of like what if someone like saw me and wanted didn't want me to think I wasn't authentic because mm. you are on social media that's hard which I feel it's like interesting to I'm gonna go off of that with my hardest thing for me to understand I'm curious how you feel about that and what it's like for you to feel like you constantly have to be on all the time it's exhausting like it's draining Mm -hmm. I think of it like like with my other job with Trek I do events and for example I had like three events yesterday and the way that I'm on for like me is different than the way that I'm on for like my job but I think of it as like you know you have your like customer service voice you know but like I have like my my job voice like when I'm working a Trek event like I have to be on because I am representing the company and I have to have that like PR like good look essentially like even just like with what I'm wearing am I dressed the part do I look approachable within my like field because this is like a predominantly male dominated sport and just industry and do I fit the part of like the road biker versus mountain biker like depending Mm -hmm. on what community I'm in because they are completely different like what I would wear to one race to another is different and it, it impacts their view on trek as a whole unfortunately because I am manning that trek tent and so it's kind right. of like it's intimidating because I have like this whole company brand to uphold but on the same side it's it's that same concept but my brand is me so then I'm constantly the face of of me duh but like my brand and what people think of me and their overall thoughts so like if I'm not on and have my customer service voice slash my Marissa Nicole voice of like Mm -hmm. oh my god hi like ah like like whatever whatever like that could be perceived as something bad or like if someone has a set expectation of like Trek as a brand and then I don't live up to their expectations that reflects poorly on Trek even though it shouldn't but like that's just you know brand recognition and like how that works and how marketing works and so it's the same thing with like me as a person because my person is my brand and it's draining but Mm -hmm. not in the same way because at trek like i am wearing this like giant trek banner above my head kind of thing so like yeah 24 7 but yeah i don't know it's it's interesting i feel like now i'm just so used to it that like i don't cognitively think about like i'm not constantly aware of it I think it's now just like my new normal in terms of like just knowing that at any second like someone could be like aware of who I am and like could be judging me and my brand or like whatever whatever because they have like seen me or whatever I don't know how to explain it it is it's just very very weird (laughs) yeah I bet honestly I can't conceptualize that in my head of like yeah ever happening or feeling that way that's hard I will say though and I don't want this to come across as me on like my high horse but I'm also not that worried about it because I am very confident that I when I am in public like I'm I'm just very respectful and nice to everyone no matter what so I'm not really worried about like being mean to a potential subscriber for example like because I wouldn't be mean to anybody like (laughs) I'm not gonna be rude because that's just not who I am as a person. So it's not like I have to be on in that regard. Like, it's not like I'm like, okay, Marissa, right. like be on your best behavior, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm very much still me and I'm just like respectful. But I think more in terms of like, I don't want to wear like pajamas to Target right. because I might yeah. see someone that like that kind of look is what I'm more so talking about. But I don't have to worry about like how I'm acting because I treat everybody with dignity and respect. But 
yeah that's a good it's disclaimer to throw interesting in <laughs> yeah you're very <laughs> i just very thought of cheerful, it so I was like, oh, happy respect. yeah the on part is definitely like the dressed a certain way or the energy of not the like mm-hmm. marissa's a great human being just naturally so like that's not the on part like she's always on that it's the other yeah. part of it. yeah so i don't know but i mean i guess that is also true like normal people are also like I don't want to, some people do, which is totally fine because you can wear whatever the fuck you want to. There's no rules to going to Target, but some people are still like, yeah, I don't want to like look a certain way. So like, it's not just like an influencer thing. Like everybody thinks about those things, but to a different, it's very different extent. Yeah, it could be. I would love to look at the actual, like, I don't know if there would be any differences. Somebody should study this. I want to see the differences in like an influencer brain. And like a normal brain or like little things like that. Like, are there actual differences Ooh. in terms of like sizes of certain things or like amygdalas and yeah. hippocampus and like how I just, media I don't know. Alters your brain chemistry. Yeah. And like working in social media. Cause there's obviously, I think there's tons mm-hmm. of studies on like how just social media consuming it alters your brain or like attention spans. Duh. Like we know all of that, but I want to know right. how like creating social media affects the brain. That'd be interesting. Maybe I'll do that as a study someday. I'm on it for you. Oh, I, got you. I hope you do. Bring as me as on. Give me your brain. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, give me your brain. <laughs> I love it. But that was that was it. Those are all of our questions for that we're not really strangers. Mm-hmm. I I think it was a good mix. Like we ended it on some like hard to conceptualize ones, but I think all of them were like act, like really good. I agree. That was fun. I liked that. That was fun. I think you guys should all pull that out, pull the game out at your next little like girls night when you guys come over and have a little cheese board night and play. We're not really strangers. Get to know each other. Please do. And we're going to, I think Alexis, you have our notable quotable for today, right? Yeah. Let me pull her up. Someone sent it into the Instagram. Ooh. So it's from someone named Lewis, unless they're British and it's Louis, then I'm really sorry. But (laughs) the quote is, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes being upset about it. It's like a classic. Mm -hmm. But classics are a classic for a reason. They're they're very much helpful. I think it's a good thing to keep in mind when like you're trying not to like spiral and it's just like just think about it in five years like is is this worth spiraling over because there are some things that like are going to matter in five years and we should most definitely like worry about them and like figure that shit out or whatever but there is very much things that like like the whole don't cry over spilled milk like you spilled the milk you're going to get a washcloth and you're going to clean it up and it is not going to affect the rest of your day Mm -hmm. (laughs) or five years from now (laughs) right i agree yeah yeah it's just like a very good old quote to stick with just to remind yourself about I love it. If you guys have notable quotables, you guys can DM them to us on the Instagram at non-negotiable for me and we will read them because we end every episode with a notable quotable and we we flip back and forth between who brings them. So sometimes it's y'all because you guys DM us or Alexis will bring them and I'll bring them to the table. So thank you so much for submitting that one. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Alexis, you get to close us out. Right. Okay. I oh we talked about coffee I hope you all enjoyed your wonderful Starbucks or Dunkin coffee whatever you got hope you sip sipped on that a little bit and you're feeling more energetic for the day and thanks for listening bye